The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, do you remember when I used to like go on the Ortiz thing and just go, the best, the best? I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Ortiz is the fucking goat, man. Um, I-, I love those guys. Um, and hello. How, how is everybody doing? Um, I'm as always Dylan Murray. And we are talking about stardom, even though I have been almost entirely focused on uh, Smash Brothers this week, because uh, it's Genesis week. Um, but yeah, stardom, woo. I'm going to pretend I know what any of that is. and um... it, Genesis is the biggest like tournament of the year now that they got kicked out of right. the biggest tournament of the year. Uh, okay. So yeah. It's it's a big deal. It's happening this weekend, Easter nice. weekend, which is kind of confusing. Like I don't know why they would book it for Easter weekend, but you know, I don't know. It's not Easter weekend, is it? Yeah, it is. I think is so. That time of year already. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. It's my sister's birthday even... today. Happy birthday, sisters! And that's always around Easter, so I that's all how right. I know. Okay, that's that's fair. All right. Well, um, enjoy your uh, Smash tournament. Isn't that yeah. I, I I vaguely know of like tournaments in gaming is is that one of those that was like nerfed by rules are there like annoying rules that people have to deal with in uh smash tournaments uh you know most there... games there are so many I mean, annoying yes. rules that puts people off 
Um, not as many. The funny thing is, is that uh, people are trying to make more because there's a character called Jigglypuff who for like two decades, everybody has despised um, and has been like, there's no reason that this character should be good. Uh, we should make it so that the rules say that you cannot be good as a Jigglypuff. And people are still doing it 20 years later. Kind of insane. Um, so they're trying to, but but no, the, the rules are pretty pretty chill. Um, at least at Genesis. Some rules are stupid, but you know, okay. depends on the tournament. Interesting, yeah, because um, a different thing, but I used to be into Yu-Gi-Oh! Because um, <laughs> my friends were into Yu-Gi-Oh! as well, and I'd watched it. Um, and tournaments for that sound like they suck, because they're like, you can't use this card, this card, this card, this card. These types of cards, you can only use one of these cards. I'm just like, just, I just want to like, play chop cards and shit like i just want to pretend i'm yugi you know or yami See, whatever his name was like just activate my chop card haha <laughs> there That's are awful. certain rules like i mean they got rid of wobbling which is basically like you can't play as ice climbers and just infinite loop kill your opponent like because it's very easy to like cheese the fuck out of ice climbers um mm. but like other than that i mean like they got rid of uh, a certain tech with jigglypuff because everybody hates Strictly Puff. Shit like that. But otherwise, it's it's pretty chill. It's pretty chill. I'm really excited. All right. Well, that's good. Okay, well, enjoy that um, whenever you're not watching Stardom. Uh, speaking of Stardom, there is a bit of news from Stardom that we should talk about. Um, so the biggest announcement, or at least most recent one, is that New Blood 2 has a confirmed date and some announcements already. Uh, so the show is on May 13th. Uh, it's in a place called, I think it's the New Pier Hall. Um, yes, in Takashiba in Tokyo. I looked into the venue, and I believe you can set it up for 800 people. Now, I don't know if they're going to set it up for that many, or if 800 people is for a conference or anything like that, because obviously some of these places are just conference halls. Um, but presumably, they're aiming at getting a, maybe five or 600 people in for the show, which would be pretty chill. Um so that's the read on that, and it will be next month. Um, this day next month, actually. Very fun fact. Um, oh. The announced matches are My Sakurai <laughs> versus Suzu Suzuki. <laughs> like, which is dude. Just the most galaxy brain match I've ever seen in my life. No, it makes sense, but like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, damn, start, like, it's out to get me type of thing. Where it's like they they heard me start talking shit about my Sakurai more than Unagi, and then they're like, "Oh, maybe maybe we should do something with her." And they had her beat Lady C, and then they have her in a match against Suzuki. Um, and I'm like, you could have put anybody in there, and it would have been a better match. But I get why they're doing the my Sakurai thing, because uh, she's the, you know, she's the DDM girl, but still yeah. so stupid, like. <laughs> like dude, they they like realistically Suzuki's gonna wrestle like max eight matches in stardom unless they like get her you know what i mean mm -hmm. and one of them is going to be a singles match against my sakurai like that is yeah. ridiculous okay okay but she's going to murder her so yes that's gonna yes. be fantastic you know that's gonna be great she's gonna beat the shit out of her julia's probably gonna be upset it's gonna be very fun um the other match announced for this card is Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, and X versus Roka, Rina, and Starlight Kid of Awedo Tai. So, Cosmic Angels, uh, much like God's Eye, are getting a new member. Um, my leading speculation is that it's Haruka Umasaki. It makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. She was kind of beefing with Mina there briefly 
Uh, obviously, Kozen are going to wrestle Luminous for the Diana tag belts. And, I mean, it's a New Blood show, so she'd be the perfect person to add to a faction on a New Blood show. So I would look at Haruka as the basically the only option. I can't really see anybody else it would be. Are there any more uh, former actress girls that are coming out of the woodwork, like has happened every other time that we've talked um, about this? Unless Yoshiko Hasegawa is back, but like, like she was on a medical thing, and I think she's ring announcing for, for actress still, or some wrestling company, last I asked. Um, so I, I don't know if she's back in a ring, so it might not be Yappy, but um, you never know with, with actress girls. They, they just kind of come out of the woodwork sometimes, yeah. Yeah, uh, then yeah, I, I guess it would be if if Ruka isn't on the show otherwise, then it's definitely her. Like, I mean, that's yeah. I, like then. But if as she well is, as that, it's the matches against Starlight Kid. So I mean, yeah, you, that's true. You know, Haruka being in it would make a lot of sense to me, and I would say Do you that. that... Good. Uh, I I would assume that uh, Mina and Unagi will ask her to team with them after the Diana match. I can I can see it maybe going to a draw or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to?" Russ Willis has that new blood show, and Haruka's like, "Yeah, cool," and that'll be it. Do you think that she like joins permanently? Like, what? What? How, how do you think that they deal with these kinds of things? Similar like... to Rin in Stars, and that's probably how it goes. No, she's not. Yeah. She's kind of just there whenever they need her to be, and she's aligned with Stars, but she won't be there full time because. I, mean, I kind of miss Rin with Stars. That was like a good like month. That was that was pretty fun. Yeah, she's doing cool stuff though in the um That's true. That's true. the marvelous tag league thing. Her and Aoki are like the only great team in that tournament, so they're really carrying things over there, which is um, That's true. Cool. But um yeah, so that's the two matches announced for New Blood so far. Um I don't I don't see anything else there or even any names confirmed, but presumably it'll be a lot of similar faces, you know, Aoi and Inaba might be there. Um Lady C will probably be on it, Hanan, stuff like that. So we'll have to. They might. Them. They might throw the Hanan Hina match on that if they haven't announced that for anywhere else. That's true, actually. Yeah, that doesn't have a, uh, a date, as far as I know. But I would assume that'll be an opener at uh, uh, Ota Ward or something, because that's where they like to put those future matches. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, excited to see New Blood continue because obviously we, we raved about the last one it's it's a really fun thing and obviously it brings together a lot of really talented people from all around the joshi scene so hopefully it can keep going and hopefully we see some more new names involved you know get get kohaku in here please <laughs> that's all i want um <laughs> and or you know get the sendai girls involved because sendai has a few prodigies on their hands as well over there so um we'll just have to wait and see though really um yep. The other stuff announced is that on April 29th at Ota Ward, we have two matches now official for the show. Uh, so as well as all of the uh, Cinderella tournament stuff, we will see a high-speed championship match. Azumi will defend against Mei Saruga. And um, presumably in the main event, Suri will defend the World of Stardom Championship against Himeka. So they are Dude. rushing into that Himeka-Suri match. And uh, Azumi versus Mei finally has a, a definitive date. I am worried about the Himeka Shuri match. We can talk about it a little bit later once we get to like the actual coverage of it. But mm-hmm. I'm worried because I'm a bit too excited for it. All right, um, and, and that <laughs> never ends well for me. 
Yeah, I, I, I trust Semeca though. Yeah, you know, generally. I mean, so do I. Like, I, like, I, I, I trust that they'll have a good match, but it's like one of those matches where it's like, this is my favorite wrestler versus the best wrestler. Like, mm-hmm. this should be like match of the year type of thing, and if it's just like a good match, I'll be like disappointed, and that's worrying. I hate it when I get into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I gotcha. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see that they've rushed into Siri versus Hameka. Um, and they still have that Reese Sarah challenge in the background, but I mean, I don't know when they do it now because presumably the Cinderella winner will challenge Siri. Um, yeah, but we, I don't know. It's uh, it's quite interesting, but it's good to see Hameka get this the singles match. Obviously, we didn't get Hameka versus Siri last uh, late last year, as we we both were a bit annoyed about. But then, of course, we we realized Konami was leaving, so. You know, that kind of makes sense sense, in hindsight, yeah. But um, it's good to see that she's getting that spot now, and presumably she'll be the number two in DDM, so this can go a long way to really establishing her as a big player if if they want to finally present her as a big deal. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get into that uh, Cinderella match that her and Shuri had, but I feel like just there's a switch that she turns on, and when she turns Mm -hmm. it on, she's main event star, like the biggest star in the company type of thing. So... Uh, like not literally, but just she could present herself in that way when she wants to. So I'm excited for that. Definitely. Um, I'm only now realizing that I I don't know if I'll be able to watch this show. Um, actually, this this Oda Award show, which is is very upsetting. So <laughs> uh, I hope it's bad. I hope it's shit. You know, I actually might be a mess for the for the Golden Week shows because I think I'm going back to Chicago to do something for a weekend. Oh, so that boy. might be a mess for me. So yeah, we're, we're, we're all over the place. That's that's not going to be great, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, going anywhere. I just have... Actually, I'm going to a wrestling show that day. I haven't been to a wrestling show in, like, two years. So um, I, I'm going to a show Ooh, that day, so that's uh... fun. It's not, like, super exciting. It's a training school show uh, in Ireland. <laughs> so, you know, your, your mileage may vary, but, you know, I can't... Uh, I don't really feel motivated to go to OTT anymore, so it's I can't really. Beggars Damn, can't that's be choosers, crazy. Really, <laughs> who who would have thought OTT not looking interesting? Yeah, I know. I saw like Scotty Too Hot. He was the big name in the last show, and I was like, ah, oh, that's um, yeah, that's this is not. It's not 2017 anymore, lads. Like, what's what's happening here? So um, to be fair, I would I would go to a show for Sky Too Hot over any OTT regular, like. That's true. Yeah, and I very... used to watch OTT like pretty regularly, and I like now. Yeah. <laughs> well, most, of the, the most of the good Irish wrestlers quit. <laughs> like, exactly. A lot of them were just like, "Yeah, we don't really want to do this anymore. The scene's not that fun. Um, everybody's a nonce, I guess. So uh, we're not doing this. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's not great. Anyway." I will be I will be at a show that day, so I'm I don't know what I'll do about stardom, um, but I hope it's bad for everybody watching live. So, um, dude, Shuri shows up on these on these finals, man. She 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 showed up last year. I think she could show up this year too. So well, I hope she that she better you're not. Wrong. Like she better not. <laughs> if I'm not watching the show, it has to be bad. That's just how it goes. Like you know, you're the worst. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all of the news that I think we should can get into. There's a lot of matches announced for stardom but um, most of them were announced last week um and some of them are for smaller shows so there's no real news to to get into um so i suppose we'll just move on to the review section Ooh. and the first show to review was on april 9th uh this is in uh, matsuyama 
this was in uh, they did uh, 302 fans here for the uh, the aptly named Matsuyama tournament. So very very creative name there, Stardom. Um, in the opener, Saya Kamatani and Azumi beat Momokogo and Saya Ida in just under eight minutes when Azumi rolled up Ida with the uh, Zumi Sushi. Um, this match seems like it was custom made for you, so um, yeah. I'm gonna let you talk because this uh, basically three or four of your favorites right here. Yeah, these are these are like Momokogo's my least favorite out of these four, and I love Momokogo, so that's you know saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice was good. Alice was really good. I thought that Azumi was really the lifeblood of it, and I I said this before, and obviously she's my favorite wrestler, so I'll say it again. I think Azumi has really taken up like a leadership role in a lot of her matches, and I like that. I think that like it's it's really cool to see because uh, she was kind of leading her team and leading this match overall. She was kind of uh, you know the through line of everything. And as always, Ida has a lot of interesting you know offense, so that was always fun. Um, it'll take a while for that to get old because she's uh, very clearly like one of the more unique wrestlers in the company, um, just with her move set and whatnot. So I thought this was a solid match, a solid opener. Um, like you said, Izumi won with the Izumi Sushi. Uh, compliments to the chef. And yeah, I thought this was quite good. That is fair, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, these stardom openers, they've really been, you know, putting good talents in it. And this is this is a good way to go about it. Um, Azumi and Ida did good stuff. Actually, Azumi and Saya really tried some fun tag moves. And I enjoyed yeah. that. And hopefully they get to, to team a bit more to, to perfect those because I think their styles would really mesh as far as, you know, a, a long-term tag team goes. Um, obviously, you know, Azumi and Miyu are probably the, the you know, B team, to speak, so to speak, in QQ. And uh, Aphrodite are the, the A team. But, um, you know, Saya and Azumi pairing up would be fun uh, if they wanted to go that route as well based on this match. I've seen, I've seen, and I've said this maybe once or twice, but I think that the one good thing about Mamoa's breaking up uh, for me is that Azumi has really put a lot of energy into her other tag teams. So her and Saya, mm-hmm. I remember right after uh, like Momo left, um, her and Saya started putting together like tag moves and started flowing better. Her and Utami always really flowed good together, but they started you know just doing more as like a tag team as a cohesive unit. And obviously, her and Miyu uh, is probably going to be a big thing in the next couple years. So, yeah, I mean, Azumi and Saya are a great team. And honestly, I'm just I just want them to like reinvigorate that tag scene because I'm I'm loving a lot of the tag teams in in Storm right now. I think mm. a lot of their tag work is really good, especially when it's on a higher level, as we'll talk about in the next show. That's fair. Uh, the next match then on the show was Utami Haishishta beating Lady C in just over four minutes with a German suplex. Um, and I enjoyed what this they did here. Good. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, I, I like that they just went out and just had the the star win. You know, it's 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 that easy sometimes. Lady C got her moments of, of fighting back, and then Utami was like, I'm hitting my finisher, and I'm going home. See ya. And, you know, I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, the entrances were longer than the match, and the match was, like, solid and to the point. Um, Utami's new hair is very nice. I, she looks she looks good. She, I, she got that, looks, like, it's very Shadow unique. the Hedgehog uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fit, and it, it's great. She's great. I love Utami. 
it's really funny um, that she did the whole cutesy thing and then her hair, like, like she's like, okay, now my hair is going to look more badass, so I can't do the cutesy thing anymore. My bad. Like, yeah, no, you I, can't, I found that uh, funny. You can't be an idol while rocking the Shadow the Hedgehog do. It just, it just wouldn't really work, I don't think. <laughs> like, I feel like this was her idea the entire time, but she's like, what if I do a bit for a couple weeks? And then she changed it. Like, I, like that's 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 the Utami state of mind, in my opinion. I feel like she would love to to be a comedy wrestler <laughs> in some aspects. I, you, if you pitched her a comedy run, she'd be like, she'd eat that shit up. I'd say, dude, she would, she would love. She it. is she is very Okada in that way. Like, and I know that I always talk about uh, balloon balloon maker Okada, but like, I feel like Utami is dying for that run. You know, like just that that time to just be a fucking weirdo and just do comedy bits. I I, I would rock with that. I would love that a lot. Give me balloon maker Utami. Yes, most definitely. Um, yeah, it was as I said earlier. Like it was nice to see that Utami just kind of got a really strong win here against somebody who's on the the bottom rung of the roster. You know, there's uh. There is a need for more of that sometimes, not only in stardom, but in other companies where the stars just win. Um, it's very nice. I know uh, we don't talk about Tokyo Joshi Pro much here, but I know they did a match that was it was about four minutes as well, and it was Miyu Yamashita beating the the new girl Jiria, and like it was. Oh, Jiria rules. Yeah, like Jiria that, that was, was a good match. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, like Jiria was. You know, she was fighting back. She was getting her heat in. She was like, hell yeah, like I'm, I'm putting the fight up to Miyu, and Miyu just kicks her in the face, and it's over. And I was like, that is perfection that is that is a five star match but you cannot give it five stars because people will think you're weird but the, it does not get much better than this <laughs> yeah that was great that was great I, I agree i think that there is definitely room for that type of thing uh, especially in these sort of doses i feel like there's a certain formula for these type of matches that just didn't follow and i'm happy that didn't because utami's bad at that formula as we've talked about many times um Similar to like Unagi type, uh, you know, assessor matches. It's like you don't need to do that for every match with a, you know, higher up star against a rookie. Like you could, you could differentiate it a bit. And I like that they mm-hmm. did that here. Definitely. Um, that though, we are on to the next match. Uh, this was the uh, first time we're seeing Godzai, I believe. Uh, it was Amisore, yes. Mirai, and Suri eating Mai Sakurai, Tekla, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo. Um, God's Eye, they're still putting it together as far as you know, looking like a group goes. Um, they've got their hand sign that I that I compare to it's, the Undisputed Era it's thing. It's just on Undisputed Era. That's, it's just that. <laughs> yes, like, it's, it's they stole it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's meant to be either, because I mean, you're not gonna make a G the way they do. It looks like it's, it's U. It's a U and a E with one extra finger. Like so, yeah. it's it's just it's just Undisputed Era with an extra. Yeah, with an extra finger, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know. This is meant to be like U four and like Union of four, like the four because they're you know the four gods or whatever it is. Um, there's I only three of them right now. I know that there's going to be four, but like even so, like wait, then you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they don't they don't have any noticeable aesthetic, which is obviously makes them shit. Like they're obviously bad if if you haven't got an aesthetic. That's you know. Yeah, uh, that mixed with the fact that my Sakura was in this match made this kind of not great for me. It didn't really hit. <laughs> of course. Um, to be honest, I expected a lot more because I expected Julia and Mirai to do a lot of cool stuff, but they they kind of were kept separate. Um, Dude, 
they're all still homies. Like I, I I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Like you watch that post match, and like Julia and Shuri are like homies except instead of like hugging and like you know uh complimenting each other they like threaten to commit war crimes but the aesthetic is exactly the same as it was six months ago like just like they're like smiling at each other but there's like and they're like you know nudging at each other but they're like oh i'm gonna fucking murder you like it's it's like the vibe is still it's an interesting split like they usually do the exact same split every single time and i like that they didn't i like that this is like uh an equally like okay like this is agreed upon they don't like i don't know it's it's very interesting the way that they're running this uh and i kind of like it but the match itself was my sakurai getting beat up the entire second half of it and also for the first like three minutes of it and also uh i cannot tell you a single thing that julia did outside of like some grappling at the beginning yeah, Julia really took a back seat, which I wasn't, which I didn't want, because she was the most interesting person uh, in the yeah. match. Obviously, given her beef with Siri and uh, the beef with Marai, um, I did think Tekla and I think Ami Sore worked really well together. Yeah. Uh, they had yeah, like the, the fun chop exchanges and stuff like that. And again, Tekla give her a proper run in the GP, and she might be an MVP. She works well with everybody. Uh, dude, I'm starting to realize that. I, I like. I'm starting to realize that like. Tekla's MVP of a lot of these matches. Um, mm. And, like, the thing is, is that a lot of the matches don't end up being good as a whole. But whenever Tekla's in there, it's usually pretty good. So, like, you know, I, I think I think I'm definitely going to have to... Uh, people are going to have to look at her a lot more... Uh, less of, a, like, a novelty and more of, like, a, oh, she's actively one of the more consistent wrestlers on the roster. Um, but, yeah, she... I, I wasn't a high, big fan. Maybe not most consistent but you know what i mean um yeah. i wasn't the biggest fan of this but mirai did hit sakurai with the fucking jobber clobber uh and i love that <laughs> yeah. um just a fucking straight elbow to the back of the head and i was like damn okay like just in the middle of the match no reason um, and yeah then eventually the match ended i don't know i don't have a lot to say about this one it's fair um no i i did think that mirai and, and my uh, did better work than than most people would probably expect of Mai for that finishing stretch. Um, she like Mai was definitely working up to to Mirai a little bit, and uh, I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, but definitely this this didn't really hit as as much as I was expecting, which I guess makes sense. Um, you're not going to go out there and kill each other in front of 300 people in Hime. So I guess that's on me. And they will have a um, M versus. Uh, God's Eye elimination tag, I think, on that May 5th pay-per-view, so that might be when things really ramp up, I guess. But until then, it's going to be all of this kind of competitive friendliness, almost. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm kind of interested in it. I like that they're kind of more like bantering with each other. Like, in like to disguise their like hatred, I kind of like that. It's a bit more of like a... And same with uh, Jumbo and Shuri. It still felt like it came from a place of like respect. I'm kind of getting bored of like every single faction split being the away to tie splits and the cosmic angel splits where it's like, I need to stretch. Like it just, it just felt very melodramatic. And I like that this isn't like that. So uh, props to them on that at least. That's fair. Um, the next match on the show then was my Himepoi wrestling to a 15 minute time limit draw with Hazuki Koguma and Mayu Iwatani. Um, Himepoi had the, you know, the, the team gear. They had the, the cool team 
uh, entrance music. And I forget they, had, they dance uh, every time. Yeah, they did the dance and everything. So they were in full proper Mahimipoi form. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, as as far as what I assume is a teaser goes, I thought it was pretty good. You know, obviously these two teams have a much better match in them if if this was for, you know, the artist belts or something. Um, you know, the whoever decided to let the finishing stretch be Natsupoi and uh, Koguma is an absolute genius, and I love them yep. forever because they, they are just really, really great together, and obviously they're two of the my favorites on the roster altogether, so I was pretty into that. And um, yeah, just generally, like, it was a good match. It was a really good... And it left me excited that we might see uh, a rematch for the tag belts, which I think the Hazuki put out there in the post-match comments, not in like the promo afterwards, but in the, you know, when they're backstage and they get interviewed, yeah. Hazuki did say, I hope that they retain so we can challenge. So it seems they to did. that there's a rematch in the works. They did a comedy tease at the end, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, but yeah, I thought this was quite good. My Himipoi strayed away from their usual formula, like their uh, championship formula, uh, and they did a bit more pairing off. So uh, I'm not usually as big of a fan of that as I am of their like you know big match type of formula where they kind of like throw one of them in for like five minutes, then throw another one in for five minutes, and then throw the last one in, and it's just like it flows differently. Um, it didn't flow like that. It was it was different, but I thought it was still really good because both teams are incredible quite honestly um and yeah koguma and natsupoi did insane work together um, everything they did just clicked um i mean they're consistently incredible together i mean look at that trios or that uh triple threat match that was really good and i i think that these two uh you know i know underrated is a stupid word but i think these two are like the two wrestlers that's like they are the the house show draws they're they're the ones that that kill it whenever they want to kill it, and I, I really appreciate uh, their work on this one. Um, and then, yeah, Natsupoi hit the ferial sp- uh, the words the ferial assault, and then the time limit ran out. After the match, uh, Mayumi ran away as fast as possible because Mayumi Koguma were thinking about stealing their shit, and I found that hilarious. <laughs> like, like they like Mayu was like looking at the at the belt. And Kogumo was looking at the towel, and then <laughs> Micah like pushed them and like grabbed all their shit and ran. <laughs> I was like, "That's that's great. I love that." Remember Kogumo being a uh, kleptomaniac? Yeah. <laughs> remember yeah, that? That was like that was actively her gimmick. Like yeah. that wasn't even just a bit. She did that every single show. Yeah, for, like, Azuki mentioned it in a promo. It was like you're a bit of a thief, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> it was like, all right. <laughs> that was Dude, so weird. One thing Storm does better than anybody else is just is just random like jokes for like a month straight you know what i mean like the fucking riho utami thing i know we mentioned this last week but i was thinking about it i was like that was a fucking fever dream like what the fuck like or fucking utami and shuri kissing like just just completely like what the fuck was that yes. just yeah. for a couple weeks and then they pretend it never happened and it's just like you think you're insane like, as people who have watched this consistently for, like, years now, you think you're insane when you look back on some of these things. Yeah, I think it's um, it's obviously been kind of left behind, but the, the 5.5 star match, the biggest match in stardom history, involved 
a panic as part of the build. Yeah. And I think that's the most amazing shit ever. Um and but they just never it's just never mentioned. It's like, yeah, no, we're we're like serious competitors. We wanna win. We definitely we just wanna wrestle. And it's like I saw like I saw you kiss her. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, dude, that image of Utami's face, like two seconds after it, like is iconic to me. But I'm the only person who remembers it, it feels like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where she was just like like she like started like hyperventilating and just ran away like i was like am i like did that happen like was i dreaming like what the fuck was that like dude Starm does that shit often and it's yeah. great it's a strange place i didn't I, I don't think you've said it really to on this show but um some of the pre-match promos during this weekend were just off off the rails like this roster has lost oh, yeah. thought entirely um I suppose we'll uh, we'll talk about the main event. We do have to sadly talk about the main event. Um, so this was Momo Anabe, Starlight Kid, Raka, and Saki Kashima of Oedatai beating Wakasukiyama, Unaga Seaka, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Um, last week we said, you know, what does a, an Oedatai and Cosmic Angels big tag look like? And essentially it's every other main event big eight-woman tag where people do lots of stuff, um, but it's less good. But than... worse. Yeah, but slightly worse because the wrestlers are not as good, which is no offense to anybody, but, you know, Mina and, uh, and Waka and Raka are not up there with some of the other wrestlers that we generally see get the main event nods. So, um, yeah, like, this was, this was fine as far as main events go, but obviously, like, we, we've seen better. Um, this this was just yeah. kind of there. I did like some of the finishing stretch though with Waka again. You know, really taking the fight to Saki, trying to beat Saki, and then Saki just rolls her up with the the revival. Um, and I love a lot of what they're doing with Waka at the moment. I think she's really interesting. Um, she she hasn't won, and she knows that, so she's identified those around her on her level, and she is trying her best to beat them. And they just keep yeah. getting the better of her. And I think that's a that's a fun little story that they've been telling with her. Um, but overall, I just, this match was, was pretty whatever. What was the time on this match? How far did this go? Um, it was 16 and a half minutes. All right. Because uh, in the Osaka show, there's an interesting thing that I want to mention about Waka that I found really, really interesting. Uh, but it, it, didn't, it didn't consist in this match. Uh, yeah, uh, and then after the match, Saki said, uh, later losers. No, she said, smell you later, nerds. That's what she said. Yes. Oh, great! They did the very the mother avoided. They did the very typical kind of show closing thing of oh, you know, we don't know when we're going to be here again, but you should come and see us, right? Like you're gonna you're gonna come back and see Stardom. Uh, so they had to do that because you know it's part of the bit. Um, and then Saki was like, "Yeah, see you, nerds." And I was like, "This this is great." Um, before that though, Momo and Kid did promo because of course they. Did. I skipped that. Um, they said nothing of note really. They both just said, "Oh yeah, you should come see us soon. It's only a, a train ride away." And the things popped up like it's a four-hour journey, and I was like, "Oh dear." <laughs> um, yeah, that was. We don't uh... talk about mo mo no no no. We don't talk about mo mo. That was perfect. I, I can't lie to you. It was December, and yeah. no, I'm, uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting into it, dude. My niece loves that fucking movie. I had never seen it. I've seen it like four times now in the past oh, week no. and a half of living here. It's it's. It's, it's a insane, good movie, but I, I would never watch it. Fine, it's a fine movie. It's a fine movie, but yeah, uh, my sister's sick of it because that 
like four times in the past nine days. Imagine that, but like mm-hmm. seven weeks straight. Uh, <laughs> that you know. What, I understand. 30? I used to um, I used to visit cousins a lot after school because we were in the same school, um, and they had there was obviously kids around there, um, but one of them was obsessed with Toy Story, like all three movies. <laughs> so just all day there'd be Toy Story one, Toy Story two, Toy Story three playing all the time so uh could i could read the scripts of those out off by heart at this stage so i understand <laughs> um yeah, yeah exactly you get it yeah but uh the next show to review was on uh, april 10th uh this is the second round of the cinderella tournament um which by that they mean we had two matches for the second round and that was it um so it's day two and this was in the Eddie Onisaka Arena number two and stardom did 661 fans which again very impressive number um, they draw more here in Osaka than some promotions are doing at Corican, which is, you know, just ridiculous, almost. Um, but, you know, it's it's a good sign for stardom. Um, in the opener, then, we had Mai Sakurai, Natsupoi, and Micah beating Lady C, Sayakamitani, and Utami Hayashishta of Queen's Quest in just over, uh, well, just ten and a half minutes. And Micah won with the Mishinoku Driver 2, which is obviously the uh, slightly safer version. Um, I did want to say, despite the fact that there was 660 people here, I didn't think the crowd was great at points. Um, yeah. Sometimes it I felt think like it was... Especially during the second match, I was like, damn, they do not... They are not interested even Yeah, Yeah, sometimes it felt like people were just doing golf claps. There was maybe five people doing golf claps. Like, during the finish to this, Micah planted Lady C on her head and did the pin. You know, the, the previously hot crowd just kind of golf clapped like five people golf clapped and i was like what is this <laughs> what happened where did your enthusiasm go um and i did think that kind of detracted from some of the matches because we're so used to stardom shows kind of being relatively hot you know with how the crowds are mm-hmm. um but here it felt like some of them just weren't into the the show until the main event yeah yeah i i, I could see that um I, I was I, I watched this match and at first I was like I wonder if four of the best wrestlers in the company can offset the fact that my Sakura is in this match. It did, luckily I would say. Um, no thanks, no thanks to my Sakura. It was all thanks to Mike and Lady C. Um, <laughs> like I, I thought they uh, did good work down the stretch together. Um, Saya and Micah in preview tags. I don't know if I'm going to be interested in um, because I don't know how much they're going to pull out in the big match. So watching their preview tags might just be like watching their match in fragments. You know what I mean? That's that's one issue Micah has is that her, her big match style is not that much more grand than her matches in front of 300 people. So I don't know how much I'm interested in these preview tags, but I did think they did solid work together. Um, and yeah, other than that, there wasn't a lot to grab from. Um, I, 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 you said something. What do you think the Michidoku Driver One was? Do you have an answer to this? Or I do. Um, I don't know. I assume it was the the WWF version, maybe. No, it's it's. Oh shit! Wait, no, that's the Michidoku Driver Beta. I used to know it. It doesn't matter. Oh no, it's it's like a fucking. It's like the the Angels Wings, I think. Oh. It's completely different. It's completely All different. Right. Okay. 
do, are, do you know what you're talking about? Here? <laughs> um, no, because 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 you said you said the much safer version, and I was like, do you think the Michinoku driver one was like just the Michinoku driver, no, but like more? She she usually hits the Michinoku driver three in big matches, which is a bigger spike, but here it's less so. Generally, is that the case? Like there's two. Like Wait. she hits the Michinoku driver three. Or the Michinoku Driver 3. I don't think... No, the, the Michinoku Driver 3 is not a thing. It's all the Michinoku... Sure? Alright, okay. I'm almost positive. Generally, I, there's again, another one that she hits. That, uh... I'm a big moves guy. Big moves guy. I usually know this, but I'm just brain farting right now. And it's okay. very hard to find. So, right. but yeah, it, it, it's it's just a Michinoku Driver 2. Okay, that's fair. Um... So, the next match then on the show was Amisore and Mirai of God's Eye beating Ruaka and Saki Kashima in just under 10 minutes. And Mirai pinned Saki with a lariat, because she is she is beast. Um, second win in a row for Mirai, as far as getting pins goes. And um, I thought this was an okay match. Ruaka was kind of in her element against two hosses. Yeah. She had a lot of people to work off. Um, but she also got completely overshadowed <laughs> because these two are very good at what they do. So she was, you know, happy to be with the Hosses, but she clearly was, was just not on the level of these two, which is fine. She's a teenager, you know, she is improving. Um, yeah, I thought this was um, pretty solid, really. And uh, there was some good Hoss stuff. In the uh, in the pre-match, uh, Saki and Ruka referred to Mirai as the mass producer of Soul. And I found that fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just the way that they talked about it was that it's like, yeah, she she's always talk about this shit. Like she's she's real she's real into it. Um, I don't know, kind of weird. And I was like, I agree, actually. That's that's true. Um, yeah, the crowd is not into this one, even though like Mirai is noticeably one of the more over wrestlers, just mm. like in terms of crowds, like crowd like I'm I'm obviously it's not that big of a deal, but without chanting. Um, Mariah having that clap thing for her entrance and like everybody doing it in the entire arena, everybody like getting in on it is a pretty big thing. Like I, I think she's like, it, it sort of gives her something, uh, a little thing, but it, it didn't save this match because nobody cared in the arena. Yeah. Also, Saki hit like a straight uppercut, like uh, a uppercut. Uh, she she had a straight uppercut on Mariah. Okay, there. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Um. She had, she had an uppercut with her like fist, like not like a European. She had an uppercut, and Mariah sold it like she took the stunner and she's Scott Hall. R.I.P. Like she just like jumped back, and I was like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> like it's Saki Kashima, <laughs> but she like fucking bumped her ass off for it. It was hilarious. That's fair. That is a uh, an interesting note. That, uh... She also did the fuckbuster, which I, I love. Uh, of course. It's a great move. Of course. Um, okay. I am distracted. <laughs> I, I saw. I didn't realize there was a seedling show today, um, but I, there was some results there. Oh yeah, interesting. Um, anyway, um, the next match on the show was Momokogo, Koguma, Saeeda, and Mayu Utani of Stars beating Wakashiyama, Unagisaka, Minishirakawa, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Mayu pinned Waka. In 14 minutes and 52 seconds. So, uh, this was almost at the time limit. Waka, and they, they like sold it after the match because Mayu thought that she might have gotten, uh, drawed out, but then she's like, oh, I didn't. Cool. Um, 
This Waka was eight seconds away from her first non-loss in stardom. No way. Damn. She has never drawn in stardom. She's drawn once outside of stardom. That's crazy. This was this was she was eight seconds away from not losing her first match. That like when when you put it that way, like it sounds insane. Like you know that type of thing where it's like there's so many draws in this company. But Waka can't even get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. Um, this match was good, but it had a major problem. And that problem was named Momo Kogo. Oh, I love Momo Kogo. I think she's great. But she was in this match for 11 of the 15 minutes. You know what? I was going to mention, I don't think Kogomo was legal at any point in this she match. She wasn't. She wasn't. <laughs> I know. I, I noted that down, too. I was like, Kogomo never got tagged in. And Momokogo was in there for 10 minutes. Like, she was in there for the first five and the last five. Then Saida did a couple things for the middle five. And Mayu was in there for the last 30. Like, that, like, uh, that sounds exaggerated. It's not. She was, she was the only wrestler that wrestled on stars, except for Ida for a tiny bit. Um, and I, I tweeted this real issue with, with these house shows, and I get it. Getting reps for the younger wrestlers, for the newer wrestlers, you know, having them, having them take bumps and all of that stuff, and it's important, blah, 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 for their progress or whatever. Dude you don't need to be in the match for two thirds of it. It just, it exposes you really bad. That's a, you know, like uh, maybe I'm nitpicking, but it was just, that was rough. Um, she, she did good stuff though. Like, I mean, over, overall she was, she did her best with what the, with the hand she was dealt, but like Kogomo wasn't even tagged in. Mayu was tagged in for the last 40 seconds. Like it was, it was really just Momo Kogo against stars. And depending on how you feel about that, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it, given that these are the smallest shows possible, and then it makes the uh, makes the bigger shows stand out. Where you know, at a Corkin or something, you're gonna get the the better wrestlers in there doing the pairing off. So I really mind it, and obviously, it helps the, the unions get some some in ring time under them. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it just like. This sounds pretentious, but I think it like almost ingrains the wrong pacing type of thing. Like, shouldn't shouldn't younger wrestlers be taught how to wrestle good matches instead of like just thrown out to like wrestle for a very long time for no real reason? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, if it's a house show, then it doesn't really matter. Um, like that's that's probably the way. Because I mean, either that or they stay at a certain level for too long and they never grow. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. I'm not a, a wrestling trainer, so I I can't tell you for sure. I'm sure that they know better more than I do personally, but it just seems counterintuitive to me. But you know, who am I? Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I thought the uh the pre match promo from Stars was kind of funny because it was they just went right into it with the check it out, and I was like, okay, sure, sure why not? Yeah, Ida <laughs> Ida did it, and I was like, oh, Ida Ida's doing it now. Because Mayu, like, forgot. Yeah. Oh, shit, you know what we forgot to mention? Uh, the Mahimi point match. <laughs> Mayu forgot she was the leader of stars. Um, and she was like, okay, I'm going. And Hizuki's like, no, 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 no. Like, she was about to steal her call. And, like, Mayu's like, oh, fuck, that's crazy, bro. 
And then uh, the, the ring announcer was like, yeah, now it's your turn, Mayu. Now it's your turn. Very funny stuff. Mayu. Uh, Stars is, yeah. In fairness to Mayu, she had been getting introduced before the other two when they were uh, goddess champs. So she, she probably forgot that's they true. lost them. <laughs> uh, or she was just on autopilot, because that's, that's Mayu, really. Um, that's Mayu. Yeah, um, the next match then on this show was our first second round match of the Cinderella tournament. It was Hazuki beating Azumi in uh, five minutes on 11 seconds with a Hazuki straw. Um, this was great. Uh, two high-speed yeah. wrestlers got in there, just did high-speed stuff, uh, really well-paced, really well done. Uh, they didn't do any of the nonsense called skinning the cats. Well, they didn't do too many of them. Um, I thought that, that what they did on the with the with the teases were really good. I thought yeah. it was the most unique we've seen this year. Um, yeah, it was they were strong. really, really nice with it. Yeah. Um, in the pre-match, Suzuki said that uh, she left for personal reasons, but she plans on picking up where she left off, and that immediately triggered in my mind that it's like, oh, this is going to be a high-speed match, and it was, and I was really happy that it was. Um, or Hazuki doesn't run at the same pace that she did. Her cardio isn't, you know, one of a ultra high-speed wrestler like it used to be, but she still killed it. Um, and watching a Suzuki high-speed match in 2022 was really dope. And overall, I thought it was really good. You could also see that, like, as somebody who's watched those Suzuki Azumi matches from like 2019 a lot, you can see Azumi's growth like clear as day in those two um, because she just looks so natural in the ring in comparison to how she did uh, a couple years ago. Um, and I thought those matches back in the day were still really, really good. So this match was incredible. Um, yeah, Hazuki uh, ended up winning with the Azuki Stroll. Um, like I said, the ring out teases were really, really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, no, it was a pretty strong match. Uh, definitely one of the stronger ones of the tournament so far, which uh, we were kind of critical of last week. Um, I have seen a few other people kind of say that the, they didn't enjoy the, the opening round, so we're not on an island there. Um, but this, this was definitely one of the matches that makes Cinderella Cinderella. Um, and it, it was a pretty good match. And Hazuki is hitting different since that new gear debut. She's she's kicking ass. Yeah. Um, still she's hate going. the combo with the boots. I still think the boots look really out of place. But you know what? I See, I don't. It. Like, I was like looking for it. I was like, okay, so Alex thinks this looks weird. And I looked at it. And I was like, this doesn't look any like this. Just looks normal. It's, like, no, because it it's bad. such a clash. You go from this purpley indigo thing to these black boots. That I think gaudy. it's because like I I just I, no I I think. I don't think it's it, like relatively to like wrestling. I don't think it looks that gaudy, but relative to like her old gear, where it looks like she's wearing like a skin suit and the boots like are like a part of her pants. It looks like I get that looks weirder, but like in general, it just it looks very normal. Well, I, I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> oh God, I'm coughing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the next match on the show then was another second round match in the Cinderella tournament. It was a uh, Siri and Jamaica wrestling to a 10 minute time limit draw. Um, and yeah, you really enjoyed this one. I take it. Yes, I did. Um, in fact, the the pre match and we've we've talked about the pre matches a lot, but one of the coldest lines I've heard in a minute was Jumbo saying with like a a murderous look on her face that Shuri always believed in my power and I will remind her of that power today. Cold, just fucking nasty, bro. Like just like she had she has like in terms of like the dramatic aspect, Jumbo has it down better than any other wrestler. It like that i know of and i know that might be hyperbolic 
I love being hyperbolic, but <laughs> seriously, like she is, she's the way that she like just, I don't know, just the way that she carries herself, incredible for for like the dramatic stuff. Um, and I thought the delivery of that line was insane. And again, like I said last week, I'm a bit disappointed that uh, she didn't throw her out of the ring, um, and that was the finish, you know, with the power bomb. But I thought this match was really, really good. Um, how did you feel about it? Uh, for, before I get into it too much, um, I don't think I liked it as much as you. Um, it didn't feel like a lot of the strikes they did had as much impact as I like. Uh, especially Himeka, usually her lariats and stuff sound really good, um, but there wasn't a lot of good sound to a lot of what she did. Um, you know, the sound, yes, but at one point. Jumbo stiffed the fuck out of Shuri so hard I, I do recall. that there was an audible groan yes. from the crowd. Like, you know, like obviously mandates are still like you can't make any noise, like, you know, uh, vocal. And literally you hear the entire crowd go, oh, oh, like, and I was like, damn, <laughs> like, like, cause it didn't sound like, you know, like a Minoru Suzuki type, you know, where it like has like this fucking thunderous type of thing, but it looked gross and I liked it. Um, she also busted out a fucking Rainmaker, just out of nowhere, like just straight up Rainmaker. It wasn't even like a, a type of it. She just hit the Rainmaker, which was cool. Um, yeah, I thought I thought the, I get what you mean that the strikes didn't necessarily like connect as like you know massively as you might want, but I thought this was still really really good. Um, and I thought that Jumbo looked great in this. I thought that she looked like she was you know judging on points type of thing. She would have won. Um, until Shuri got that that submission in at the last minute, um, and then the match ended in a draw. I thought the match was really good, but I definitely get what you mean that it maybe wasn't. Uh, there were certain aspects of it that didn't deliver in the way that it probably should have. Yeah, I, I mean, especially even some of Shuri's kicks. Um, some of them sounded great, and then some of them just seemed like they completely missed the mark. Um... Obviously, for some people, that doesn't matter. If they see people, you know, hitting hard, then they're gonna be into it. But I, I really enjoy the sound of of the strikes, and without them, I always just kind of it doesn't feel like they've hit as as much as they can. Um, it's I, I know that's nitpicky, and and generally as a as a build up for for what's to come, this is fairly solid. Um, see, for that, I don't understand how your how Shibata isn't your favorite wrestler of all time. Cause like he the, the, is cool. I, every time I've seen him, except you know he like brained himself almost as soon as I got into New Japan full time. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but like in terms of in terms of like sound, yeah, uh, Shibata is like the the best wrestler in my opinion. I don't uh, know. It just Kana was was pretty like ridiculous. I, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, Azra Kong was literally just backfisting people's head off. So I mean, you know. See, but I, I never, like, and this, again, sounds very nitpicky. I never saw Aja Kong as, like, a sound, like, where, like, her strikes sound insane. I saw it as, oh, I see that, and I think, damn, that woman is dead. Like, <laughs> it, it's not as much of, like, a, an auditory thing. Because, uh, like, it's just, I don't know. It's it's different. I, I, I Maybe I haven't watched enough peak Aja Kong. Uh, but, like, I think her best matches weren't necessarily... In that vein, but it it doesn't matter. We're, we're getting very uh, sidetracked on that. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, but yeah, no, this was a good teaser for their match, and presumably, like yeah. when when the, the spotlight is on, Ado Ward Himeka will be hitting. 
And, um, you know, I, I could see that being a great match. Uh, speaking of great matches, though, the main event... Ooh, was... wait, oh, ooh, oh, wait. Oh, oh. Jumbo also hit another line excellently after the match uh, where she said, oh, you're going to crush me. Well, I'm going to crush your entire Vermillion world into the ground. And I was like, damn, she she believes what she's saying. That's dope. And yeah, just I, I love Jumbo's promos. Like, it's the inverse of the Momo Kid promo type of thing. Yeah. Where it's like it's overdramatic, but it feels like it like is warranted. And I feel like it's the opposite for, for Momo and Kid. But yeah, let's get into the good match. Yeah, so the uh obviously um we, we shouldn't really have to say it, but after the uh after Hameka and Siri went to a draw, they agreed to have a World of Stardom Championship match, which we mentioned earlier is uh, is on out award. Um and yeah, the main event then was Momoanabe and Starlight Kid defending the Goddess of Stardom Championships against Tekla and Julia of Donna Del Mondo. Uh, Momo pinned Tekla with a peach sunrise in 21 and a half minutes. Um, I, I generally, I thought this was great. Like, if, if you ask me for a star rating, it's it's at least four. You know, I would put it in that range. Um, yeah. And what I enjoyed was that like what I loved about the match was Tekla cheating back. Tekla, her energy, oh, yeah, that was great. her energy just works so well because she's not gonna take away to Ty's shit at lying down. She's gonna beat them with a bucket like she did here. Like her getting dragged out from under the ring and brandishing the bucket, iconic peak of of, of wrestling. Um, I think yeah, yeah. I think that like my pro and sorry for for cutting you off, but. My problem with the Oedo Tai formula is that it never feels like it's like paid back properly, ever. In like the past two years, it feels like it has not been paid back properly. Uh, and this is like the first time that I was like, oh, like it's immediate payoff. That's great. I loved it. Uh, the the first like ten minutes was just insane with just them like just plundering each other with random bullshit back and forth. Really good stuff. Sorry, you can go on. Um, no, like I just, I really did enjoy that that Tekla was able to fight back and really just had an interesting dynamic to it. Where usually a way to tie would just do heat segments, but instead Tekla and Julia were fighting back, and I thought that was great. And that kept a lot of the match really interesting until they said, "All right, now we're throwing bombs." And Kid and Julia did Kid and Julia things, and they still work really well together. And then I thought the finishing stretch with Momo and Tekla. It did get a bit over the top with the uh, false finishes, which is, is always one of my pet peeves with tag matches. Um, but even then, I thought generally they had a really good one. And some of the some of the later roll-ups from Tekla were, were great. Like the Even the crowd there bought into them. Um, and the crowd was really good for this. They clearly cared a lot, and I thought they were fairly loud for it. Um, and just generally, yeah, like it was everything that you would want from, from a tag match like this. You know, Oedotai were really good. Their teamwork is fantastic. Uh, Tekla and Julia, you can tell that they're just real-life best friends with how well they play off each other, even in the pre-match promo. Like, their energy is fantastic. And uh, in the ring, it's the same. And they were, re- they were, you know, willing and able to fight back against the weight of tie, which is something that nobody else really does, but makes this really interesting in that they were not going to take away to tie's bullshit lying down. And I thought that was great. And, um, yeah, just generally, everybody did great work. So... A lot of praise for this. Yeah, uh, Julia in the pre-match said it's showtime because she's in her Sting era. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, but but no, I thought this was really good. 
I do love that they fought back. I thought that was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you you should do that. And I, I've been saying this since Tekla showed up. That's like she is the perfect like anti-hero heel type that I've been looking for um, for a long time in Stardom. Where it's like she's not like a true heel where she's just like cheating every whim, but like if she wants to cheat, she's gonna cheat, and she usually does it really fun. And I thought it was really good. Uh, just like once she got the belt, like once she like would start undoing her belt, I was like, oh, this is this is something. And then she starts just just beating the shit out of kid with it. I was like, this is. This is what we need. This is what we need to to deal with a waiter tie more often. Um, and yeah, there was a bucket. There was an umbrella. Eventually, fucking uh, DDM hog tied Starlight Kid. Um, and Daichi got very upset. He just started screaming at everybody, saying, "Stop! Stop twinkling! Let's get the fuck back in the ring!" It was it was hilarious. Um, and yeah, the the rest of the match was like just you know good wrestling. Um, Again, I think Tekla shined uh, a lot here. Um, as as we've been repeating over and over again, give her a good run in the five star, give her you know uh, a little bit of a little bit of momentum, and I think she can really do a lot because she does work really well with most wrestlers on the roster, um, uh, especially ones that are like around her level or a little bit better. Um, she always just meshes really well with them. Um, and yeah, really good match, good performance. Uh, you know. I will give uh, the devil their due. Oedo Tai did good in this one. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Kid and Momo are... are they work well together. They yeah. do, and they've really completely reshaped Oedo Tai, uh, and, and all credit to them. You know, like, obviously, we had our issues with Momo going, um, and, you know, we weren't fully behind Kid going either until she fully turned heel. Um, but, you know, they, they've been such a huge addition to the group, especially in ring-wise, where... You've gone from, you know, the main away to tie tag teams being Tora and Saki Kashima to Momwanabe and Starlight Kid, you know. So they they they've really helped remake Away to Tie and made it really um just one of the highlights of the company almost. Um and I think that's what I disagree on that part. <laughs> but I think that's one of the things that I enjoyed as well about this match. Like during the entrance, I thought Away to Tie's aesthetic was fantastic you know they were just strolling out with chairs not a care in the world fancy robes looking amazing like they found the right dude mix they add more shit to those fucking robes every single time like <laughs> yeah. like they get bigger and i was like what what the like it, every single match they have it's like oh i added another piece of the jacket and it's like okay uh, more power to you momo but yeah go on sorry it's just, it's like they've found the right mix of we don't give a fuck with look at us, we are the stars of the show. And they've really struck a good balance with that. And Momo especially has the, the perfect kind of swagger. Um, so, you know, to to me, Oedo Tai right now is, is better than they have been in a long time. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed these two, but also just the overall group at the moment and just what they brought to this match here. Um you know, we, we, we probably haven't praised Heel Momo enough, but she's really found the groove now of, of really, she has a lot of swagger to her, um, as well as kind of a, a really eye-catching look and everything else. So um, generally a really standout match for, for a way to tie, and one that should hopefully make people take notice of the group for, for how good they can be. No. Um, I thought this was a good, I thought this was a good tag match. But I feel like they've had good tag matches, uh, these two. I think Momo and Kid work really well together. Um, I wouldn't give 
that credit to them being in Oedotai or Oedotai itself. I think that still there's a lot of problems with it. I mean, just like as two people who watch almost every show or no, we watch every show, almost every match. Like it's just, it's pretty clear that like, I think they have a very, they have a high ceiling, but they have the lowest floor out of basically anybody. Um, well, Cosmic Angels exists, but like, I, I think, I think that there's still a ways to go just overall as a group. Um, but I, I think that the tag team works and I think that the tag team in ring is great. Um, it sort of falls into its own bullshit sometimes, but I think this was a, a standout from that. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it heaping praise in that way. I think the match was really, really good though. All right. Well, you're just a you're just no way to tie denier, really. That's that's what I think. That's also true. Um, um, I do. I I will agree that this was probably the best iteration of them in at least a long while. Mm-hmm. Um, probably cool. since at least I don't know because I, I, I yeah at least since like Natsu left and like it just completely like since Konami. Yeah joined the group i'd say it's probably since b since b joined the group it's been it this is the best it's been since b joined and it just all got cut out <laughs> yes pretty much um which is a long time that's ago. not saying a ton it's not saying a ton though because like it was it, it went through some hell <laughs> in the in the b era they've 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 worked it out i i really do enjoy the uh the energy that they have now um, and after the match, we had uh, FWC come out and ask for a rematch on the May 5th pay-per-view. So that is also official now. Um, and yeah, I think that that's quite it's interesting. It's not, it's not often that they do almost immediate rematches like that. So it's, it's good to see. Um, and hopefully it kind of continues whatever feud they might have in the tag division. Because I think that's one thing stardom doesn't do that i'd like them to do a bit more which is having some teams just be long-term rivals and have a couple of matches because i mean mahime and aphrodite were were big rivals and they had what two matches against each other maybe like and you know why not do more you know and i know it's a very it's one of those americanized things like the usos and new day did where it's like oh you know we're gonna go to war forever over who's the best tag team but it's a it works sometimes i mean that was that was like the best WWE feud. It, it was that's six years. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like they, they were great, and uh, it's it's one thing that Stardom can maybe steal for its tag division instead of you know this constantly rotating names. Um, is maybe just some more teams who are there and feuding for a while to you can go to, to have I big was, matches. Um, maybe not a set. Division, I was thinking about that because a set division might be bad. Like New Japan's is is you know not good, but you know Rough, yeah. keep some teams. In the division for a while to establish these rivalries um and fwc and uh momo and kid is kind of a perfect one that you could do that with yeah they i i realized this like last night uh i was i was just like thinking about it and like they have had this issue for the past like number of years that anytime their tag division gets going they take the belts off the champions and then give it to like, you know, Jamie Hayter would be Priestley or mm. Konami would be Priestley or, you know, like, and again, this isn't me trying to be Priestley specifically, but even before that, there was still where they would just sort of take the belts off and just throw them on somebody, hot shot it so that they have a belt on them. Um, and I feel like if they just took a little bit of time and just 
didn't do that for a while, and they haven't done it for a while, luckily. But if they just like took some time and like fleshed out some of the tag teams and made the tag teams a bit more, you know, prominent, like you said, they don't need like a set division. But like uh, Julia and Tekla is a perfect example of a of a team that like I want to see more of as mm-hmm. a duo. I don't think that they need to be set in that role because I think Julia is obviously going to get the red belt probably later this year. Uh, Tekla is is doing good with the SWA belt. She can do more. She can do a lot. You know, she can go to high speed stuff. But they should be a constant fixture in the tag division. Like, there's no reason they shouldn't be. Um, that type of thing. I think they could really build something good um, with Julia and Tekla, with Momo and Kid, with you know, if they want to bring Aphrodite back into it. Uh, Azumi and Utami, since they're not really doing anything. Like, there's a lot of like value, valuable teams that they could really do a lot with um, that aren't really doing anything right now. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's not one of those where I want you know the same five teams around for years. Like, I don't want a God situation where there's somebody who's a six-time champion or anything like that. But uh, just maybe chances to build more big-time tag team rivalries because that's one of the things where, as good as the tag wrestling is in Stardom. Uh, it's generally, I cannot point to the last time there was a two-on-two rivalry that really uh, felt big, you know, and, and tag wrestling. You know what, you know what it was? Pay-per-views. What was it? It was, for me, I mean, outside of my employee Aphrodite, um, it was MK Sisters Momoas. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, that was the last time that, like, it felt like two teams were, like, actively like wrestling each other consistently all of their matches were good and they were always kind of trying to one-up each other they had like a an equalness to them um and that was like the last like tag team feud especially like if you're not looking at like tag titles mat wise like that's the last time a tag team feud mattered even a little bit and it didn't even matter that much to the people who didn't like really want it to matter that is fair um, well, hopefully Kid and Momo can turn things around a bit and uh, maybe get a good run under them um, and don't lose to FWC. So, with that, I hope they do lose to FWC. Of course you do. Um, we have one show to preview. Uh, it is on the 17th of April. Um, it's a big one. It is, yeah, it's the Cinderella Tournament second round and quarterfinals from Corican Hall. Um, I'm interested to see how they do here because... Uh, I think Dragon Gate did Corkin recently, and they drew like 1,200, I think. I'm, I'm just going to double check. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling. I know Dragon Gate had a big house. Yeah. Um, no, that's not the one I wanted. Hotel Center in Gunashi. No. Um, all right. So they did 1,400 uh, at Corkin. So clearly the attendance cap has been raised quite a bit obviously we kind of noticed that last time when stardom did like 800 plus um and didn't have to say oh yeah by the way this is corona limits so i'm intrigued to see what stardom can do at cork and now that the restrictions have been peeled back a bit like this is a relatively big show i haven't ran tokyo into the ground recently um and there's a lot of you know build up for the show so you're assuming this can get at least a thousand people in you know that I, th- I would assume that's kind of a. I'd say the ground is nine hundred. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, like, especially with Oda Ward so soon, Oda Ward's in the in the Tokyo area. Yeah. I I, I don't know if if you know, like it just in like logical sense, it's like, would you rather 
pay money to watch the quarterfinals or save it for two weeks and go to the finals type of thing, um, which is down the street. Like I, I that, that that's more so my thinking of that, but it is a big enough show that I think 900 is probably a goal for them. Yeah, I, I mean, I would assume that is definitely a number that they'll hit. Um, my, I would probably aim higher for a tournament just because they generally do draw. You know, people people like tournaments. Um, and, uh, you know, tickets aren't, you know, moving super well, I believe. They have one section sold out, and that's the smallest one up front. Um, but some of the other ones are limited already. So, I don't know. Like, it, I'm just, it's going to be interesting to, uh, to see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of interesting things uh, with COVID kind of slowing down in Japan. And, you know, we hear Bushi Roads doing a huge thing with, uh, like, getting visas. They're having, like, a fucking, like, notable enough to where reporters are like, yeah, they're doing a lot of things. Uh, they're trying to get wrestlers over there. So don't know how much that will rub off on, on stardom in that way. But there's a lot of things that will be moving differently in the next few months uh, as, you know, Japan takes easier precautions type of thing. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, do you think they, they bring in any foreign wrestlers? I know we kind of talked about this. A bit. I think they do. Yeah. I think they do. I just don't know who, and I fear that it's mm-hmm. going to be somebody very bad. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Zoe Lucas goes over, honestly. She has no place. She has nowhere to be. Uh, but I could like Why I wouldn't be surprised if they just would like... would you threaten me like this? <laughs> no, because like she... like. Think about it. She's the only non-signed, consistent foreigner that they, like, use. That's true. Or used back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, a lot of it is like, oh, like, how far back are you talking? Because, I mean, Chelsea Green. <laughs> Chelsea Green's talking about it. But, um, no, I also wonder, like, what they do about their, like, we're... we're we're obviously going over time a little bit, but um, they always said that Ring of Honor was their main, like, they will never betray Ring of Honor type of thing. Yeah. Um, and look who owns Ring of Honor now. We can get dream matches like Anna J versus Tekla. Alex. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I'm joking. I think no, get, this would get Layla Hirsch right. healthy and get her back over there. No, yeah. get Layla Hirsch healthy, get her over there, and we're good. That's it. Um, <laughs> that's, the ent- that's the entire... Uh, foreign roster that we need maybe <laughs> yeah. jamie i wouldn't i wouldn't mind if jamie showed up but yeah i don't know about her um coming back obviously she's uh she's in that feud with Britt baker she's and talked about storm it. now i guess but um who knows really what the future holds um anyway we should get on to this preview because uh, there's a lot of matches on this uh show um <laughs> so the opener is tecla versus lady c uh tecla presumably will win yeah, one hopes anyway. Um, the match... I don't hope. I hope. I hope Lady C fucking just bulldozes everybody, goes on a winning streak. Why? Well, okay. Because yeah, Lady C uh, like she needs winning. a win, yeah. and Tekla has lost so many matches. One more can't hurt. I mean, it will hurt, but you know. <laughs> yeah, Tekla's wrestling like Mayu in two weeks' time, so I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, imagine she she loses <laughs> she loses Lady C gets the win on Mayu. She's just different, bro. That's it. That she is. Um, but the next match on the card is Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Waka Skiyama versus Hanan, Hazuki, and Momo Kogo of Stars. 
Um, guess <laughs> Stars was winning there. Yeah, but like that's a winnable match for Kozen. Mm, like it isn't because Waka's there and it's a bigger deal. And you know, like you know, like now that it's like a thing, like she's not gonna win that match. Yeah, but like it's definitely winnable for for Stars. Yeah, well, not for Stars. It's definitely winnable for for Kozen, but Stars takes it. Yeah. Um, the match after that then is a ten-person tag match. It is Utami Hayashida, Azumi, Sayakamitani, Hina, and Miyu Amasaki of Queen's Quest versus Roka, Rina, Fuki Gendeth, Starlight Kid, and Momwanabe of Uedo Tai. Uh, Uedo Tai is winning here. There's too many pin eaters on the other side. I feel like Queen's Quest could win here. Mm-hmm. I feel like I say that very often, but yeah. I feel like Hina can pin Rina. Like, I, like, oh yeah, just... she is challenging. So. Maybe. Like just you know, like give her give her that, uh, going into the like, I don't know. I feel like Queen's Quest needs a tag team win, like just a singular, like once, yeah. <laughs> like in in like one of these bigger matches, and I don't see a reason why a uh, Hina can't pin Arena or why uh Azumi can't pin Arena or why uh anybody can't pin Arena. Honestly, um, it or a death, but you know. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just I would imagine a way to tie wins. They, uh, you know, Miyu Amasaki and Rina or Hina are just they're right there for the taking. Um, not yeah, but Lady C isn't there, and Lady C they that's like true. To... I don't know. It's, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the match after that then is Siri and Ami Sore of God's Eye versus Maika and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo. Um, this will go a long way to telling us how they see Ami because if this goes to a draw, then they clearly want to protect her. Um, but if Himeka or Micah just beats her, then, you know, she's kind of the obviously the number three in the group and uh, somebody that can take pins. Jumbo has to beat her. Man. You would think so, but I don't know. Like, it's one thing for, like, Mirai, who's, like, still in, in the Cinderella. She still has, like, a lot of worth to her. They don't really like having her get pinned. Uh, she only, She's only really been pinned by Shuri and Utami, if I remember correctly. Uh in like notable instances, uh, I, I mean, she needs to take the L here. Like, I mean, two title champ, two title challengers, uh, former tag champs. Like, they can't draw. Like, they can, and they probably will. But like, it it feels like this needs to be a win for for Jumbo. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Um, so we are on then to. Cinderella matches, um, and they're laid out weird on the website, so I'm just gonna scroll up a bit. Okay, so second round match, uh, we have Julia versus Koguma. Um, I would assume Koguma wins here, that's they do have an I'm established dynamic. Begging. There. I am begging for a Koguma win here. Uh, that is that's the one like out of any, like, I don't care if fucking Unagi wins this damn tournament at this point, just give me a Koguma win over Julia and I'll be happy. That is fair. Please don't have Unagi win though. Like, I would prefer if she mm-hmm. didn't win, but uh, you know, I, I just really want to see that. Plus, Julia needs to get out eventually, and I don't really need to see like Kazuki beat her, honestly. Like, I, I like, I get there's a, an establishment there, but I'm just not really like, I would prefer to watch FWC wrestle again. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had Koguma beat uh, Julia before, and it was a big story, yeah. so I don't see why you couldn't do it now. In fact, Koguma's pinned Julia, like, twice. Yeah. At least. Yeah, so, I mean, it could happen. Three um, times. 
And it would be befitting of the Cinderella. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, the next. Let's go. Let's go, Pokemon. The next second round match is Saya versus Mai Sakurai. <laughs> um, the winner of this. Don't say a fucking word. The winner of this <laughs> faces the winner of Koguma and uh, Julia. So that's kind of interesting. Um, I guess Saya wins. She should win. Really? She should win. Yeah. Okay, that's that. Yeah, I, I think I think Ida wins. I think Ida All right. wins. Uh, the next match then is another second round match. It is Natsupoi versus Unagi Sayaka. Uh, the winner of this goes straight through to the semi-finals because everybody else on that side of the bracket is uh, is out, I believe. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, Unagi wins. Yeah. Um, I could really see her winning the tournament. I know I've said this. I um, can too. I think whoever wins this goes to the final at the very least. That is that is my thing. Do you? Yeah. I think Mariah might go. Nah, nah. Uh, whoever wins this is in the final. Hmm. Eventually, because I mean, I think final. I think I think it ends up being Mariah versus Unagi or Mariah versus Boy. I'd rather Mariah versus Nats Boy in the semis. Well, they're on the same side, uh, so. Oh yeah, but like, I don't know. In the semis, in the semis. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um. I don't know. Like, I mean, Mariah versus Natsupoi. Obviously, be... obviously, I want Natsupoi because that's Mariah Natsupoi's the match, one of the matches for me, like mm-hmm. coming out of the DDM uh, thing. So, but I mean, like Unagi, I, you could never really bet against Unagi in these sorts of things. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I could definitely see Unagi getting a spot then in the uh, in the semifinals and and maybe the final. Uh, at the very least, there. So, Kazuki Unagi is a final match. Yeah, yeah. No, generally, yeah, it probably would be. Damn. Yeah. Um, the next match in the tournament then is the another second round match. It is Mayu Iwatani versus Saki Kashima. Well. I mean, if... this will either be match of the tournament or the worst match I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> I mean, the, obviously the the main instinct is Saki revivals Mayu, right? I mean, in Cinderella, yeah, yeah. But also Mayu versus Mirai. Yeah, Sounds see, fun. I could see Mayu going through and and drawing with Mirai. Um, to protect. Oh, I don't, I don't see that. I I could see it. I see. I see. The thing is, Mayu's challenging for SWA belt. Uh, Mirai is currently not challenging for anything. Yeah. So, like, I feel like Mirai over Mayu is a thing that would happen if Mayu didn't already set her sights on something so distinctively. True. But I think a draw would make a lot of sense, too. But but wouldn't the draw just make it so that uh, Unagi's automatically yes. in the finals? Yes, and the reason they would do that is Unagi already has a match on the 29th. Remember, she's in Diana that day. So you maybe just oh, put her shit. wrestling the one tournament match. Oh, shit. Dude, Unagi might have the two best matches of her career in the same day. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, which is why I could see it. I could see Mayu and Mirai drawing, and uh, Unagi would go straight to the final which would prevent her from having to wrestle three times that day. 
it would also present it for like stardom only viewers obviously it would present it as like hazuki because i'm I'm my right now i'm thinking hazuki unagi is is kind of my set final um because like julia does not need to go to the final uh kokomo to the final would be dope i would be so down for that just fucking sporadic out of nowhere um but no i think it's hazuki unagi it would also present it so that uh Hazuki is kind of the underdog against like the underdog in Stardom, pretty much. That could be a pretty fun dynamic. Yeah. If Hazuki has to wrestle twice on the same show, and Unagi, uh, even though she wrestled earlier, has to wrestle once on the. I could see that. Yeah. No, I I could as well. Um... But also, Mirai versus Unagi. So, eh, you yeah. Know, there's a lot of possibilities. <laughs> I think. True. I think. I think Saki probably wins with the revival. All right, that's fair. Um, easiest way to easiest way to get Mayu out. True. Uh, the match after that then will be a quarterfinal match. It's the winner of Julia versus Koguma against the winner of Saeeda versus Mai Sakurai. Um, so we both have Koguma versus Ida here, and Koguma going through to the semis. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, or Julia over Ida. Um, yeah. Because Ko- Koguma Julia is the most like you know in the air one for me. True. Yeah. But, I don't know. I can just I can easily see Koguma winning that one. I think I think spitting the story of Koguma being like a Cinderella wrestler and like being really just like prominent in the Cinderella every year could be a good little uh, feather in a cap. Yeah, and I would enjoy that. I don't know if I'll do it, but uh, it would be cool. Um, and yeah, yeah, the 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 last match then is um, the other quarterfinal. It's it's Mayu or Saki against Mirai. Um, so I have Mayu going through and drawing with Mirai, but you have Saki coming in. Yeah, I, I say Mirai over Saki, okay. and then, but then again, you're you're really, I did not know that 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 fucking luminous match was the 29th. That puts a whole spin on things, huh? Yeah, I, I think Mirai over Saki. Mirai goes semis. But then that's a hard match for Unagi to win. Yeah, that's the thing. That's one of the main things with that is um, unless you do a draw to get Mirai out, um, it's it's going to be quite difficult. I don't think Mayu's going to the finals. No. Huh. So that's why to me, unless you have, I don't know, Saki roll up Mirai as well. I, I don't I don't see her getting both. Well, they've done weirder. I actually I, I think I mean yeah. Maybe maybe Burai beats Unagi in the semis. I mean like I know that it makes way more sense to have Unagi versus Hazuki in the finals. That's like a bit like slightly established, but not established enough to where it sounds like fake. Mm. Like obviously wrestling's fake, but you know, like you get you go, I mean, where it sounds like just stupid. Um but not that's a hard fucking path through Nagi. Yeah. The thing is though, with Mirai, they're obviously at the starting point of her eventual push to the top. So I don't know if you want to give her this much that quickly. Whereas you know, Unagi is basically almost at the end of whatever ascension they're giving her. So you know, it it's better maybe to emphasize her in the tournament over Mirai, who has a lot of room still left to go. So, I don't know. 
I think we get Mariah versus Unagi in the semifinals. All right. So Mariah versus Aki. Okay. All right. So our two semifinals then would be Hazuki versus Koguma and Unagi versus Mirai. Correct. Or uh, Ota Ward. Okay. Interesting. Well, uh, we'll have to wait and see. And <laughs> that, that fits perfectly because that means the Tai is not in it whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, it means that, I mean, Queen's Quest has been dead from the jump, but uh, two stars and one God's Eye and one Kozen. Huh. I don't like that. Maybe that's what goes to the finals. <laughs> uh, who knows? Um, yeah, that is that. We'll have to uh, wait and see, obviously, how things turn out. Um, that is the only show to preview, because Stardom isn't... Uh... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Isn't, isn't the fucking Corkin thing? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really know if we wanted to do anything on that, because I, I have no idea if it's going to end up making like people will be able to see it here. You know what I mean? All I know is that the big thing is uh, Starlight Kid and uh, Ozaki. Uh, Ozaki. Words. Ozaki. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, we can we can look at it, I suppose. Um, so this isn't a stardom thing, but on uh, April 15th, uh, there's a 60th anniversary of Cork and Hall show. Uh, the f- there's two days of shows. The first day is a women's wrestling dream festival. And this show features Oz Academy, Ice Ribbon, Sendai Girls, Pro Wrestling Wave, Stardom, Yana, Seedling, Marvelous, and Pure J. And uh, day two is a New Japan and All Japan crossover show. Um, so I forgot that was yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the, apparently this show is going to air on like Sky Perfect TV in Japan or something. No, that's not on any of the, the packages that I've ever used for internet TV. So I don't know if this show will ever really pop up anywhere. Um, but Stardom is involved, and uh, some people that you may know from Stardom as well. Uh, so the opener is, is Rico Kawahata of T-Hearts against Maria of Marvelous. Obviously, we've talked up Maria before um, for yeah. her role. In Rico's great, too. She is, yeah. You know you know what's wild is that I've always been like, oh, Saya Kamatani versus Rico is like is the match it's such a you know like rookie versus you know the champion right now rico's been wrestling like a year longer than Zai has. Yeah. <laughs> like i like i just did not realize that whatsoever yeah she was an uh, actress for a while so um yeah she was just kind of you know yes uh the, the second match on the card again no stardom involvement yet it's uh asahi i think kreya from pure yes. jay and kaho matsushita from ice ribbon against madeline of diana who um we were obviously speculating could be part of a uh, New Blood One, uh, Nanami from Diana, who was in fact on New Blood One, and uh, Canon from Sendai Girls, and she's a uh, she's our youngest trainee. She's pretty good. Uh, match three, <laughs> uh, still no stardom involvement. It's uh, Tomoko Watanabe for a marvelous Kyori Oniyama of YMZ, uh, Yuki Mashiro of Ice Ribbon versus Yuki. Well, Kyori. Yeah. Well, you know she's. I hear she died one time. Yeah. Um, Twice, three times, in fact. <laughs> amazing. Um, and there against Yuki Miyazaki of Wave, uh, Sakura Hirota of Wave, and Hibiscus Me. So, uh, greatest team, greatest trio in professional wrestling history. Crackhead right shit going on here, especially against. I Mysterio. hear they're pretty fly for white guys. Oh, Jesus, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next match on the card, and this is where we do get some stardom involvement, uh, Koguma is teaming with Nanami. No. Manami uh, from Sendai Girls. 
Oh, dude, dude, that's a fucking dream team right there. Right. And Chie Azora from Pure J, and they are against. She's also dope. She is, uh, and they're against Yuko Sakurai of Colors, uh, Rico Kaiju of Seedling, and Lady C. <laughs> so, um, uh, some interesting teams there. Ka- <laughs> fucking, fucking Beast Kid and Lady C. That's one hell of a team right there. That that's 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 the team that needs to dethrone fucking Kid and Momo yeah. is Lady C and Beast Kid right there. Um, be here but no, Minami and uh, and Kokomo that just seems like chaos incarnate it is yeah uh, you got the screaming girl and the bear so uh and then <laughs> and then wait who who was who's number three was uh, azora azora right yeah yeah, or, yeah azora she feral. like oh my Chie god azora looks feral sometimes so yeah and she's just there. she's gonna be like she's gonna be like oh my god like she's she's gonna be like just in the whirlwind right here and it'll be hilarious um She's the perfect wrestler for like just like oh no I'm with two psychopaths one thinks she's a bear and one just yells a lot that's that's perfect that's perfect it is uh, the next match is uh, this is the oldie tag it is Kyoko Inoue of Diana Sonoko Kato of Oz Academy Leon of Pure J against Akino of Oz Academy Ayako Sato from Diana and Ridin Hagane from Pure J. Um, would be kind of fun though honestly uh, Sonoko Kato and a lot of them can still go. Yeah, like Kato and Akino, if they do stuff, will be cool. Uh, Leon and Sato are very good. Uh, Hagane is a bit of an, a weird one. Uh, she should be the best wrestler ever, but yeah. she isn't. And <laughs> it's quite weird. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be uh, something. Um, the match after that, then, again, no stardom involvement. It is the best friends, Sukasa Fujimoto and Arisa Nakajima, against Eureka Oka of Sendai Girls and Ai Hozan of Marvelous. Uh, oh, fuck, bro. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they're just murdering children. I know. These poor girls. <laughs> I mean, they're not literal children, but, like, no. wait, no, isn't isn't Hozan, like, I don't know. She's, don't she's know. not. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. She's 20. <laughs> Still, two very young wrestlers getting destroyed by, like, the most gruesome wrestlers in the world <laughs> that is that's is joshi freya um the next match then is uh rin katakura of marvelous and haruka umasaki of diana against unagi sayaka and mina shirakawa of stardom so uh, we're gonna get some more of uh umasaki against uh the kozen duo and also rin is around yes uh yeah a bit of an odd team mm-hmm. like I, maybe this is just me being uh no, it's a weird one. Ignorant, but yeah, I I don't even think like I can't remember the last time they were in the same match together. And they're around the same companies usually, but as they seem like completely separate, Rin and Rin Yeah, and I don't know. They, uh, I'm sure it'll be it'll be fine anyway. Um, yeah. The next match on the card then is Chihiro Hashimoto and you, uh, Team 200 KG, against Mirai and Ooh. Micah Ozaki. So. Um, oh shit! Yeah, so. That actually sounds a lot good. Of stuff there, um, should be fun. Um, Brian, you that sounds like a fucking it match. Does. Yeah, you's been pretty kick ass lately. Use use this year. You has just been demolishing. Like she had a match against um, uh, who was it? Uh, Ayame. Yeah, so, yeah, so Ayame. Yeah, great match. Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere, just like the second match of a random Sendai show, and it was really good. 
Yeah, no, it's good to see because like you was pretty bad last year because she had the the knee injury and it just completely side side uh, tracked her. But uh, she's she's back on form so far this year. So she's on the come up definitely. Um, and obviously like Mariah and if Chihiro is anyway motivated, that'll be pretty fun. Um, and then our main event of the show, which is quite an interesting one, it is Nagisa Nozaki of Wave, uh, the current Regina de Wave and uh, uh, Diana champion. Uh, teaming with Saki of Colors, uh, who is obviously the Ice Ribbon Tag Champion, uh, one half of the Ice Ribbon Tag Champs, and Takumi Aroha of Marvelous, who is the 3AW Champion, versus Mayumi Ozaki of Oz Academy, uh, Maya Yukihi, uh, Oz Academy version, which is her being a heel who uh, whips people, and <laughs> Starlight Kid of Stardom. So yeah, this ultra heel team against this kind of Joshi in the all-star group almost. Um, yeah. So that's a fun one. And uh, Kid said that and, she like... used to watch Nozaki uh, when she debuted in like Neo Ladies. So uh, Kid is very happy to be wrestling Nagisa, which is very nice. It's the first person. Because um, Nagisa is going to win if you wrestle Nagisa. That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, what? Six of these people can't, well, not six, five of these people probably can't be pinned. Um, well, I mean, Kid could get pinned but oz is very weird about that that's the thing um i think kid probably takes the l here i um, don't know i'd say maya will maya's maya's I mean, yeah, has maya. dropped a lot since uh since it has been, dude so. did you did you see that uh natsu made her first like it wasn't in ring but her first like yes uh, yeah the... entertainer appearance yeah. as a dominatrix with like just out of nowhere like i saw pictures of it on my timeline at like 4 a.m the other day i was like what the fuck happened <laughs> like when, where was oh, this yeah. it's like that was oh the, it's uh, the weird it was company. a rebel x enemy produce show uh and rebel x enemy used to be a, a faction and ice ribbon um and they had a produce show that was uh quite weird by all accounts <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I miss I miss Natsu. Yeah, but yeah, this match sounds interesting. It does. Um, the the show itself looks pretty cool, and it's nice to see Stardom involved and and working with everybody. Um, except for Ice Ribbon. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're kept far apart. Um, there's not really a lot of Ice Ribbon representatives. I That's suppose. true. I mean, Ice Ribbon's Yeah, they've nobody left you know. mainly. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, it's uh, if it if it's a show that pops up anywhere, I'm sure some of the matches will be fun. Um, I don't know if anybody will be going all out, and they might do because it's Corkin. But um, we'll have to wait and see on that. I'm seeking out that Kokomo Minami match right there. I wouldn't get my hopes up. As like it's airing in, in on TV, but I don't know if it's a channel most people get. So I don't know if there'll be any. Man, some it. some motherfucker on VK will find it. Somebody that is somebody true. will find it. That is very true. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, we have gone for almost two hours, and I have things to do, and I'm also tired. So, I have Smash Brothers to watch. Yeah, you enjoy that. Um, everybody, join us next week when we review uh, this uh, Cork and Hall show for Stardom, the the Cinderella one, and we will preview whatever shows Stardom has coming up the the weekend after. I haven't even checked to see if they're even running. I assume they are. Does that mean it's Stardom? Um. Oh, uh, isn't wait? Isn't there another Corkin? Um, no. So next week, uh, they have a show in Kobe, and then one in Ooh. Kyoto, the KBS Hall. So. Oh wow! 
They're going on south. Interesting. Yes. Uh, both of those shows are Miyu Amasaki uh, tribute shows. I believe she's from that area, so she's getting like big spotlight matches on those. Dude, I thought she fucking died. I was like, what the? What, what happened here? <laughs> like, damn. Um, but, but no, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll be back to talk about <laughs> yeah, those. That was like a tribute show. That's what they're called. I don't know. The special memorial. That's such yeah, a weird know. name. For... Dude, that's... Why are they making it sound like she died? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's because it's her hometown, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'll be back to talk about those and uh, review the Corkin. Um, with that, uh, we should close out the show. Unless you have any closing remarks. Yep. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, Shouts out Hungrybox, the Cody Rhodes of, of Smash Brothers, and... Uh... Yeah, Nagi plays Isabel because she's a fucking nerd. Okay. Um, right. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500.